Kiwale baby girls and welcome to another episode of the Hello Loca online talk radio show. This is your hostess Miss Crazy checking in on this fine New Year's Eve. Can you guys believe that we have come to the end of 2020? The hardest year that we have probably gone through, point blank, period. And yet we are alive. So that is a big blessing, you guys. Definitely count your blessings today. 2020 took a lot of people, you guys. So rest in peace to every soul that was lost. So today's episode is going to be a little bit of a walk through memory lane of this year. And I will be talking about it like as if this was a journal entry recollecting my experience, personal experience with 2020. And you know, talking about all of that and hopefully, you know, if I don't get interrupted because if you are new to this podcast, this is unscripted, unrehearsed, unprepared, un-everything. And I have not found out how to pause this and continue on. Like, if I get interrupted while I'm recording this, I press stop and then that's it. Like, I can't, like, add more to that particular episode. Like, it'll just, that's where it it will end. So, let's hope that I have no interruptions so that I can recount. But in case there is an interruption, I will make a part two and a part three or whatnot throughout the day before we head into 2021 okay so walk with me through my experience with 2020 and how it has impacted me um, in every way shape and form if you can get you know something good out of this or simply enjoy your new year's evening or afternoon depending on where you're at with me a little bit while you listen to this i'm gonna try not to be so gritona on this episode because you guys know when i get passionate about something i just go off and i'm like les estoy gritando you guys so i'll try to keep it a little bit more smooth as we enjoy our new year's eve literally So, none of us would have thought that 2020 was going to be this hot mess as it was. It definitely took me by surprise. At the beginning of this year, however, it did start off a little bit unsure for me. Usually, every year... uh, come new year I usually have these like strong intentions for the year that are that is coming and I focus you know a thousand and ten percent on that so when the clock strikes 12 and we head into the new year I envision and I manifest um, 
what my intentions for the coming year are personally, mentally, physically, whatever it is that my purpose for that year is going to be. And I usually I am like dead set on I want this and this and this and I visualize it on that, you know, night and I eat my 12 grapes or whatever, you know, um, tradition you guys might have. Like, for example, I know that um, for as long as I can remember, like you're usually uh, Los Años Nuevos, it's kind of, uh, well, at least here in the States, because in Mexico, it's a totally different situation for new year's but here it was like oh you know eat your 12 grapes and each one of them um, when you're eating it before you know when the clock strikes midnight focus on your intentions and and each grape that you eat say you know one thing or it could be the same thing like for example i remember one new year's um eating the 12 grapes and each every single one of them was like success success but in my mind I was visualizing what type of success it was that I was talking about you know at that point I think it was um like music wise but this year however when we rolled into 2020 I don't really have a fresh like I can't sit here and tell you oh you know when that happened when we rolled into 2020 I had all these goals and all this stuff as opposed to other years when I do recall me having those strong intentions that first day of the year so that's where I now looking back can tell you that something was off definitely it was something off and then uh, I also um, I had already been feeling some type of way because during um, 2019, it was definitely a blessed year when it comes to um, a lot of things. One of the biggest things that right now stands out in my mind is the touring. You know, I definitely, definitely did a whole lot of touring more, more than I have probably done, um, you know, uh, my share of by myself um while touring with quinto sol it was definitely a blessing you guys because you know never in my wildest dreams would i have ever thought that i would that i would be touring with such a legendary band you know a legendary group whatever you want to call them up they they are legendary in in our in our field and it took me back to to that first performance because see this is this is it's funny how life works i do believe that things are already written that i do believe because i believe that when we have a deja vu that is because we've already been there like we've already been through that or been at that place or and and this is just like when both things are crossing or something i don't know how to explain it but i i do believe in that well my first public appearance as miss crazy was at a quinto sol show you know that was we opened up for them and um it was something you know that that was that i i was not prepared for 
uh like i mean when i say not prepared for i mean i didn't go there with the intention of i am going to open up for this group i went to that concert as someone that was gonna go see the show you know as a regular paying customer as a regular ticket holder and when i got there uh i remember being in that in line because there was a long line to get into the venue and standing in that line and telling myself one day you will be in there and there will be a line out here and you won't be standing in it and I went in and uh It had not even been maybe not even five minutes. I don't even think I had found a place to sit yet because it was at an auditorium. And I don't think I had found a place to sit when I saw a guy that I knew. A guy that I used to sell CDs to. Because see, this is another thing that you have to realize. I had already been doing music be- way before public appearances uh but it was just something random you know like for example when you rap to your friends or people know you as oh you know she raps this and that and but you don't have anything concrete so i had already you know started listening to chicano rap at that point i had already you know uh i was already a hardcore fan of control machete um all that I was already a fan of the of the music. And I have been a hustler my, my entire life. You know, I, I, I like to think that since birth, I was born a hustler. Um, whenever there has been need, I have found a way to make ends meet regardless. And I used to sell CDs. And... Um, At that time, it was the time when you could, it was really popular to make your own CDs, like to download the CD, the uh, songs off of um, uh, Napster, LimeWire, all those um, websites of illegal downloading. And I would make mixed CDs. So you could tell me, I want this and this and this song on this CD and I would make it for you and I would burn it for you and I would give it to you. Or you could ask me, um, do you have this CD and I would get it for you. And I even had a list of all the CDs that I had and you could put your order in and say, can you give me this one, this one and this one? And, you know, the next day I would have somebody get give them to you or if I couldn't give them to you myself um and I remember even um I had some customers in high school and my sister was still in high school at that time I wasn't already I had already uh left high school and um I remember giving her the CDs to give to who had bought the CDs from me and Anyway, going back to the story, this guy that I saw there at that show, he was one of my clients. Um, he would buy CDs for me. And 
I had no idea that he did music as well. Like I had no idea he rapped or that he was part of a group or any of that. And when I saw him, my first instinct, you know, um, our eyes met. Our first instinct was to say what's up to each other. And that's how I found out in that moment that he was going to be part of the opening act for Quinto Sol and uh, Diablo was also a, a performer at that show. And at that point, nobody was there yet. Okay, you guys, only only us, like the, the crowd was gathering. Uh, the artists weren't playing yet. You know, there was nobody on stage, none of that. So I quickly exchanged words with him. And that's when he told me that they were going to be opening up. And I said, well, hey, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know if I was one that initiated it or he initiated it. But long story short, he said, we have an open burst. Do you want to jump in? Meaning that maybe, I don't know, maybe their show tape um, was a little bit longer than they needed. And they had, you know, uh, just the extra time and maybe I could jump in there or I don't know but I said you know fuck it like let me do this now I have never been a freestyler I always write my stuff I don't claim to be a freestyler I you know I'm not the type that's just gonna bust out rapping you know uh off the top of my head you know I, I'm uh, not that type of rapper i write my stuff i record my stuff i will rap to you what i already know uh so i said easy you know i go up on there and i just i just do a verse that i have already written now i had a lot of stuff written but nothing was recorded you know because at that time i you know i had no i was not signed with no nobody i did not have no way to record anything everything just the notebooks that i had things that i would just wrap wrap on top of you know uh whatever beat was playing in the back or stuff like that so i remember asking him well how long is it And at that time, I still didn't know how to count bars either. You know, I would base myself off of just the time. You know, a verse to me was around somewhere between, you know, 35, 45 seconds, something like that. And so that's what how I would write, you know. And I went up there. Um, when they went up, well, the first they went up there and then he told me, I'll give you a signal, you know, when, uh, when, for you to come out and, you know, you come out and you do your thing. And I remember, uh, they went up there, you know, they started doing their, their show set. And then towards the end, uh, well, at the end, I think it was maybe I could, I could say it's safe to say it was maybe the last song they were doing. And I went out there and I remember, people being kind of shocked you know because it's que no se oía tanto at that time of girls doing you know the whole chicano rap thing and i remember going out there and and just you know giving them my all and in my verse little verse and um i remember getting a really good response when i was done from the crowd and i will forever have that in my heart you know um and 
so that was that you know so that was my first like this is me miss crazy um like i said i had wrapped previous to that to friends that kickbacks that you know um at my house when people would come over and we would be listening to music and all that stuff but i had not gone out and said okay hey i'm a uh a chicana rapper or whatever you want to call me and and this is me as miss crazy you know until that night and it was a quinto sol show because quinto sol was headlining that show and i was a fan um i did not get to talk to them after the show they i remember they performed and they left um so it was not like mingling or anything like i went there as a as a fan i stood you know as a fan in the crowd when they were performing i uh, even though we opened up or that i had a part of opening up they didn't allow us to like stay back there when i you know we finished and we went back to the crowd and that's where i enjoyed the show from and after they performed they left so i didn't get a chance to really exchange words but to me i was starstruck this was quintos what we're talking about and you know that was that so rolling back onto 2019 and reminiscing about the fact that i was now touring with them full on touring you know i had done, i had toured on by myself previous to this when we had the hello loca tour but i had never toured like legitimately toured with another group so consistently so frequently as i did with quinto sol you know we were i was gone like every other week if every week if not every other week like it was insane you know in a good way um and i got to travel to so many places see so many you know different things and meet so many different people and experience this uh with another group and and just you know it amazing blessed 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 and why because i started 2019 with that success 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 mind frame and i envisioned it and i manifested it so when that whole year happened and being on the road and uh i had already um not taking so much care of myself at that point at the end of 2019 i was already feeling tired all the time i was already you know i mean the eating habits had already gone out the window from traveling so much and eating nothing but airport food you guys or you know fast food because that's all that we could eat when we're on the road and and just you know getting home because this is how it was you guys i would get home on let's say for example on a sunday and i would be so run down physically like energy wise that it would take me at least until wednesday to like recover from you know the 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 friday saturday uh yeah friday saturday and sunday of being flying everywhere and eating nothing but fast food and just you know the lack of sleep like overall like body mind and soul i was like a wreck like desgastada 
I needed, you know, to pick myself up. And, um, but I, I was feeling that type of way, like knowing that I needed something needed to change, meaning that I needed to get back into good eating habits or, or, you know, go to the doctor and find out what's up with my anemia, because I'm very prone to low iron anemia. Like I'll, I mean, I, it's, it's just probably something that I, um, just will always be like, um, suffering from you guys. My, uh, iron levels always drop and I mean it like me siento bien cansada and all that stuff so that on top of everything was just you know la gota que derramó el vaso like they say and so I was already feeling like that like oh you know I need to do something about it at the beginning of 2020 but I was still like unsure of like what am I gonna do about it like you know I need to uh start drinking those detox seeds for beginners because this and this and that and I knew that we were going to begin touring again in 2020 come late February you know that was the plan they had told me okay you know the last uh shows we had I think was either end of uh, November and we rest uh, lo que viene siendo the holidays. We rest December and January and then in February, late February, we begin touring again. That was the plan. So my whole income, my main source of my income at that point was solely music related. You know, it was it was mostly music related, concentrating mostly on touring. So when we creep into 2020 and I'm already, you know, feeling some type of way like that and, you know, um, trying my best to like get it together because I know that come end of February, beginning of March, we are going to be back on the road. They had already uh, hit me up and told me what were the, the first shows we were going to do. We had already booked, you know, we had already a few shows booked. I remember I was, we were going to have a show with uh, Little Cuete and I had talked to him already. And I mean, I was excited. Uh, working with him has always been uh, exciting. Um, he's, he's a really cool guy. So then I remember being in the first week of March. I remember still being in my office at that point, um, which by the way, I will also be doing a podcast uh, this year. Well, this 2020, it's because it's I don't want to say next year because it sounds like such a long time, not knowing that it's in a couple of hours, you know, and I remember it being the first week of March and, you know, I had just gotten off the phone with Little Quit. The matter of fact, we were talking about the show that we had coming up um, at the beginning of, uh, I, I don't know if it was at the beginning of that particular um, uh, week after or something like that. It was close. It was coming up. Um, and I remember also that I had just uh, done Denver, Colorado. 
And that had been an amazing, amazing show. Um, I could be wrong about some of the dates, you guys. You know, this year has been crazy and confusing this year with last year. And, you know, everything just happened so fast. So, you know, bear with me if my dates are a little bit messed up. But, uh, you know, everything was, was going as planned when we started hearing the first things about you know the virus and at that point i don't think none of us knew what was coming i i i think it's safe to say that none of us knew how big of a deal this would turn it to being and how much damage it would do you know as it did and so when i first heard about it i remember thinking that this would be just like how when that H1N1, you know, came out or whatever that it, you know, whatever thing had came came and went, you know, within a few weeks or months, y así de volada. I thought it was going to be the same thing, you guys. I didn't think that this was as real as it got. I didn't. So when I first started hearing about it in the news, I tried not to pay attention to it because I said, this is just like a normal flu, you know, uh, this and that. But then you started hearing it more and more and more on the news. And this was the beginning of March. You know, this was the first week of March when all of a sudden, like, we come to the realization realization I don't know if I said it right that this was serious or it was getting serious and we had to announce that we were canceling the shows that we had booked already and I remember one of the guys one of the promoters from one of the shows calling me and uh It was a sad, it was kind of like a, I don't know how to explain it, but it was, a, it was a really sad, weird situation because I didn't know what was happening. He didn't know what was happening, but we knew that something big was coming because he, the city had told him something about that they needed to shut it down or it wasn't going to happen or the venue maybe had told him, you know what, you're not going to be able to do something. And he didn't know how to go about it. And I didn't know how to receive it because I had never been through anything. None of us had been through anything like this. So I said, okay, you know, um, you know, okay, let's, let's reschedule. And when we got a, another date, you know, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll talk about it and set a new date. At that time, we still had hopes that this would just go away in a few months, maybe come summer, you know, and this, we're talking about this being March. And then it got worse as the days passed and we're still in the first and the second week of March at this point. Uh, when Quinto Sol announced as well officially that the shows were canceled until further notice because of this. And I think at that point it was setting in that definitely 
something was happening but I didn't want to realize it because it was something new and it was something that I I was trying to you know I don't know maybe it's like a a self thing that you don't really want to realize something is because you know you know that it's not gonna be good you know I like I was just we were unsure you guys I wasn't sure I didn't know what was happening and then you know I I as the days kept passing and I started seeing how bad it started getting and how crazy everything was getting that it really set in that at least as far as I could see touring was over my literally a huge huge part of my music livelihood was over as far as I could see you know because we we don't know what we didn't know what was ahead but we couldn't see any any light at the end of that tunnel at that point like even right now there's still no light there at that we don't see the end of the tunnel because like uh like they say and I, I heard somebody say it once and it, it kind of got stuck in my head which was artists for example I, I'm speaking on myself we were the first to get shut down and we are and we will be the last to be able to work again so when this was taken from me you guys it was hardcore because like I mentioned this was my a huge part of my livelihood you know yes there's music you guys but music has changed so much that music is not what it was back in the day M where there's money to be made in my eyes my personal opinion my humble opinion you guys is in merchandising and shows is where most of the money now comes in from so then you take that away from me You know, it's scary. It was very scary, you guys. I had an office I was paying for. You know, and, and at the, off, the, the, the things I had to pay at that office, you guys, it was like having a second home. I was paying electricity. I was paying cable. I was paying, you know, uh, the rent. I, it, and then this happens. And during 2019, I had saved up. Uh, the the amount um, I believe I could I mean I, I don't have numbers right here in front of me but I I had you know always known about that oh you have you know try to at least have this many months saved up uh, to where if there is an emergency you can kind of have like a little tiny emergency fund you know what I mean so we'll leave it at that so I had that, but at the same time, that's all I had. And there was no light in sight. You know what I mean? Like, what could I do when my job just got canceled? I was left with the only thing that I had. And that, you guys, it was very scary. Because as the months started rolling in, you know, I had to use the stuff I had saved up. 
and we begin using it. And it's very scary because it's kind of like when people say, well, my life savings or whatever, uh, whatever little money you have saved up for an emergency, you started using it. And I know I, I know, you know, um, that this happened to a lot of us, that it wasn't just me, you know, in 2020 that went through, through that. And, and it was scary because a lot of people's, uh, savings were wiped out you guys and and one thing is when you're by yourself you know and another thing is when you have a family that depends on you you guys don't know how i mean unless you're a parent how it is to feel like will you be able to support your kids next month will you have money to pay the, the the bills the rent whatever the food especially when you're not receiving any services you know or any of that and there i was not knowing what was going to happen and it was definitely a scary situation now, around February-ish, January, I would say late January, February, we had already started contemplating the fact that we wanted to move. So when this happened, we were in the process of pretty much, you know, a step away from being able to do that and to uh, you know get a better place get us a better quality of life because where we were living you guys no hombre it wasn't good and when this happened I had to pull back because of the uncertainty of not knowing, well, you just took away my livelihood. Am I going to get it back? And if so, when? And what if I don't? How am I going to be able to afford this, you know, uh, bigger payment? How am I going to be able to afford the bills? Every every. So I had to take a step back. I even remember the real estate lady. She got upset with me, you guys. And that is because, like I said, this was early, early in March. So we knew something was, you know, bad going on. But none of us knew the severity of it. So when I pulled out of, I'm telling you, we were one step away, you guys. We were in, you know, a signature away. But I couldn't do it because I didn't know what was que me iba a deparar el destino at that point. And it was very scary. I didn't want to jump in in a situation like that, not knowing what was ahead of me and thinking we would be able to pull this off with one income. And that's, you know, not knowing if that income is even going to uh, 
stay stay because one thing is my job another thing was my husband's job but how quickly all these jobs shut down you guys you, you know what i'm saying it's like what if we both stay without you know income like then what and we jump into this it was it was just not smart at that point knowing what i knew you know that's on, that only thing i knew was what i had in front of me you guys and what i had in front of me was you are no longer able to work have several seats until who knows when so that was that was heartbreaking you guys because my reasons for wanting a better quality of life for my family were it was just very heartbreaking you guys there was a lot of things that i wanted to get my family out of from the from the situation we were at where we used to live and and then i knew summer was coming and that's one of the things you guys that you know where we were living in there was like a certain situation with the whole air and it was just you know and i know it sounds like like what do you mean what is she trying to say with the whole air thing it was just hot you guys let's just say it was hot and 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 being uncomfortable in a in place where you live where you're supposed to be comfortable and having an air that doesn't work and not being able to fix it and the summer's coming and you're seeing your kids sweating and they're waking up at night sweating and you can't you can only do so much as a parent and the fans only do so you guys it's I don't want to get into that conversation because it will break me down But um, but I knew I had to get I had to get you know them out of there, and and I had to do it soon. But then you hit me with this COVID thing, and I'm unsure of what is going to happen because I'm I'm no longer able to work at that point, and um, and yeah, and then uh things got worse you know as you as you see entre más entrábamos al año más you know a lot of more precautions started taking place and and you know us being new to this whole thing none of us knew like i said of what to expect then the whole thing with the uh the food sh shortages started coming at the stores and the whole toilet paper thing and people fighting at the stores and you know the whole curfew thing and i remember going and going to my office and just the streets were like a ghost town and it was like seven in the in the evening and It just, things didn't feel right anymore. And then, you know, all the stuff at my office happens. So it's like, all that was going on with, with, uh, with COVID. And then the whole office thing with me and the office and the vandalism thing and, you know, thing happens. So then... I, you know, I, I get out of the office and uh, 
like I mentioned, I will talk to you guys about that on another podcast only because I had been getting requests since I spoke about it on my Snapchat months ago uh, to um, do it on here and tell you guys my story with my first office and um, the good, the bad and the ugly that I went through while being, you know, a tenant there. So then I get out of my office, right? This was around August. And it's just in the middle of the year, you know, it's I had already started to really try to figure it out because at that point I think that I knew that there was no going back on tour in sight anytime soon so trying to fully devote myself to you know figuring out what I could do uh with my jewelry line full like full force because I had never depended on that as my main source of income you guys my music had always been my main source and even while touring you know I would release a necklace here and there but it was not something that I was like you know uh this month I'm gonna release this 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 like no it was something that I love doing that I enjoy doing when I had a chance to release something new because I needed a necklace for this show and I would love for it to save me on it so let me go ahead and make a necklace that says that or let me go ahead and make some earrings some badass earrings that say this and this and that it wasn't I have to do this and this and this and that because this is this is I, I have to make ends meet because this is my job but at that point I needed to think, think quick and I needed to you know figure something out because you know using our resources that we had saved up I mean there's only so much you can do with that when you start getting freaked out as you see in your bank account falling every single month. Because there's no, uh, you know, uh, income coming in like, like it was. So I had to really, really toughen up. I'm trying to look for a word. Mm, definitely humbled me the fuck down. Uh, nunca me considero una persona creída, you guys. But a person that took certain stuff for granted, yes. And this like sat me down and said, you need to reevaluate yourself and you need to figure it out because you have a family that depends on you and you can't just let it all on your husband and, you know, and hope for the best and you are never going to be able to get your family or help get your family out of this current living situation if you don't figure it out and it was that pressure you guys like they say pressure makes diamonds 
that you know te tienes que poner a pensar like que voy a hacer like you know and um if you're the, that type like a hustler you'll find a way and me tuve que poner las pilas you guys me tuve que poner las pilas like never before never before had, had i been pushed against a corner like i was this year never before had i actually saw a part of what's gonna happen when the lights are off meaning when i'm no longer able to do music when it comes to shows when i get older when i this and this and that mija you have to have a plan b Whatever industry it is, homegirl, that if you're listening to this or homeboy, there has always have to be a plan B, you guys. So if you don't have one yet, start thinking. Have something ready for yourself. Because the time will come when plan A might not be working for you or you might not be able to do it anymore. And... How are you going to survive? So there I was on survival. Here I am on survival. Still no light at the end of the tunnel for shows. That's for sure. Not even for music. Because... My kids are doing homeschooling. The whole Corona thing is still full force. We can't travel. Um, it, it's definitely not the same crazy that was uh, in March. Still traveling and laughing because at, on the airplane, I remember in early March, uh, somebody sneezed and I remember seeing everybody kind of like looking at that person or somebody coughed or something and everybody was like uh, and I remember making a joke uh, out of it and saying uh, later on to friends of mine you guys should have seen at the airport somebody coughed and everybody was like looking at them like if they had some sort of deadly disease or something ha 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 no masks okay at that point we were none of us were still wearing masks So this was definitely a different me at that point. But I knew I had to continue pushing through some way. Something had to give you guys. Porque every single night before I went to sleep, me ponía a rezar. And I would tell God, help us get out of here. My kids deserve better. We all deserve better. And I wanted something better. I wanted a better life for them, you guys. A better quality of life. A better living situation. I've never been bawling, you guys. You know, it's always uh, it's always been a little bit rough. Tampoco I don't complain because I know that there's a lot of people that don't even have a home or, you know, or not. But it's... Con tanto niño, you guys, it's been rough. And, uh, but I knew that, that I couldn't allow another year to go by without us, uh, moving and, and, 
and getting us a home. You know, I, I, I knew something had to change. So I definitely grew up when it comes to that a whole lot this year. It definitely taught me to not just put my eggs all in one, in one basket. To always have, you know, if I if before I knew that I had to have a plan B, now for sure. You know, that's why, like I mentioned in another uh, podcast, when you guys see artists doing one thing and then doing another, try not to judge so much. Or, or even it's just a regular person that has a regular job that you see them like, oh, now they're doing YouTube or now they're doing... Because it's survival, you guys. Then we have to try to find a way to make ends meet. And if something doesn't work, we find another and another and another. And who cares if so-and-so is doing OnlyFans? And who cares? Everyone deserves to work, be able to work. And everyone deserves to be able to support themselves and and just be happy regardless of what it is that they're doing you know just try not to judge when it comes to that you guys because it's rough for an artist and it's I can speak for myself it's very rough especially right now we can't do nothing you know and and I don't do more only because like I said I my day you guys goes by so fast and having the kids here all day and and tending to to the kids all day every day and i barely get two seconds in like for example right now my husband is downstairs with the kids and he i told him can you hold them off for just you know about an hour so i could do this podcast uh but i can't have too much screaming because i can't pause this and I wish I could do YouTube if I could, if I had, you know, um, a little bit more time and poder arreglar and, and, you know, and, and I didn't care so much about, um, not paying attention to, you know, the rest of my home, then I would be doing 101 other things, but, but but fortunately I have a heart. And I can't just be me, 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 me and what I want, you know, to do. Before I forget, I want to thank this person that um, during one of the hard times during this 2020 when all that craziness was going on about the whole toilet paper and and uh, antibacterial wipes and soaps and sprays was going on and I found myself buying rolls of toilet paper off of eBay for I believe it was a it was a pack uh, a pack of um, maybe four I would say four something like that for like I don't know, 80 bucks or something like that. And if you are hearing this, Justin, thank you. And I know I told you thank you when you did that big favor for us, but I'm saying it again. Uh, if you know me, you know who Justin Loca is. He toured with me all over the place. He's my companion for shows. It, you know the times that uh 
if it wasn't Vampiro with me, it was uh, Justin Loca. And when this whole cra craziness of the toilet paper and the, and the antibacterial stuff was at its peak, you guys. This man sent me a huge box full of all the necessities. And it was like a moment of tears when I received that box and at her home. Because it was rough, you guys. And that lasted us for so long. The tantas cosas que me mandó, you guys. Toilet papers and wipes and the sprays, like blessing that you know definitely justin loca was an angel is an angel thank you so much for everything that you have ever done for me and my family you know that from the bottom of my heart it's something that i will never forget and um so yeah uh so this this year has definitely looking back has definitely made me appreciate myself a little bit more when it comes to uh, the fighter that I am and to give myself a little bit more credit when it comes to the th the the things I will do the the length I will go for those I love not worrying about if I'm making a fool out of myself not worrying about if if me posting is uh, about hey can you go and check out my shop is going to seem like um you know uh bugging people or begging and and oh no the what are they gonna say that this rapper you know that isn't she supposed to be bawling and this and that and me being embarrassed because I'm frequently posting about my shop and sales and all this stuff about my shop and you know come shop with me and all this stuff no because like i said i am willing to go on stage and be a clown to entertain people if that is going to feed my family i will do it over and over again without being embarrassed whatever it takes and this year definitely definitely prove that and what's to come 2021 is around the corner in a few hours you guys que va a pasar i don't know but you can bet that tonight before the clock strikes or when the clock strikes 12 i will envision as many positive thoughts as i can you guys because yes the future is unsure and but we're going into this like hoping for the best i think everyone is hoping for a better year better year than this year for sure in all ways shapes and forms so i mean you survived this far you guys Estamos aquí todavía. if you still have a roof over your head if you still have food on the table you made it somehow you made it whether you're on unemployment, whether you're still working, whether you're, you know, living with a family member because that's what you had to do, whatever. But you're still here and you're still pushing. Be proud. Let's show ourselves some love. Yo, once again, this is part two of 
that my 2020 was. This is your host, Miss Crazy, checking in once again. If you are barely starting to listen to part two, you need to go back and listen to part one in order for you to fully understand, fully take in this episode. With that said, let me jump right into back into the conversation we were having. I was telling you guys all my travesia of... 2020 and how you know I went from touring in 2019 to having to cancel every show we had planned and having to fully figure it out and devote myself a thousand and ten percent to my jewelry and my online shop which by the way if you have not checked it out make sure you do it is hellolocat.com right now it is temporarily closed for the holidays because i needed a few days to spend with my family number one number two to gather my thoughts and prepare myself for 2021 personally on a personal level what awaits for us on 2021 you guys who knows i think 2020 has taught us to really appreciate every single day as if it was our last and i know it sounds so cliche because we've always said that but i think that this year has really like pressed it up against our face and kind of said like never forget this now with everyone and their mom you know getting covid at the beginning you know of the year when this whole thing started i was one of the type one of the people that thought that this was just you know a, a flu And then people just started dropping like flies. And then I thought, it's just the older people. It's just, you know, yeah, older people. And then younger and younger people started dying. And then people that we knew that were around our age started dying. And then I think that's when it really, really hit me. And when I started being, you know, extra paranoid and freaking out over my husband going to the store and not wanting him to go anywhere anymore and and just, you know, taking it, ahora sí, if you had never taken it serious, ahora sí, a huevo, like they say, vulgarmente. Wear your masks, guys. I don't know if at this point we still have a lot of people who think that this is a hoax, but I don't think this is a hoax, you guys. I think that this is happening. And más vale prevenir que lamentar. Even cuidándose uno, even, you know, you're taking every single precaution, you see people dying anyway.
try not to go out if you don't have to. And just stay prayed up because you never know when this might be your last day. De un día para otro la gente se enferma and then you end up in the ICU and then ya no sales de ahí. You don't get to see your family. You die alone. It's scary, you guys, how many, you know, moms I have seen on YouTube and on the TV and, you know, moms that went in there and they just never came back out. It's crazy and it's, that's, I think, also another big reason why it motivated me to, like, actively start doing these podcasts. It's kind of like, it's because you just never know when it might be your last day here. Y mejor dejar algo. Things that you always wanted to say. Things that you always thought of. But just always kind of held off and not did it. Because I'll do it tomorrow. And then what if tomorrow never comes? That's one of my goals for 2021. Let's begin there. La decidia. I don't know right now the word in English, but it's basically when you are always saying like, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. And then you just never do it. And sometimes those I do it later, you guys, even costs you money. And that hurts. Like, for example, today I went through something like that. Something that I could have done like weeks ago, months ago, even years ago. And all of a sudden today, I wanted to do it. And I was not able to because I didn't have all my papers ready. And yes, I'll be able to do it tomorrow. But since it's a new year, it's going to cost me like financially more because I waited. You know, it's stuff like that, you guys. Like, no, no hay que dejar que pasen esas cosas. And I think we always think that we have the time. But I think this year has shown us that it's definitely not the case. So love those that are near you as much as possible. Like... There's times que me agarro yo, like, I'll, like, um, hug my kids or hug my husband and I'll just stay there. Like, just taking that moment in because we live right now, especially now, like, I think of we've been living so fast, like, because we have to, like, tenemos que andar en chinga. And we don't stop to smell the roses, like they say. And we need to do that a lot more. 2020. The year that definitely taught us to not take things for granted. But come 2021, what do we want out of it? I know I already spent like a little over an hour, you guys, uh, on this subject, but, and I had to do a part two only because I just found out that 
this thing only lets you record an hour and then it'll automatically stop you and guess what i was still talking when the hour hit and i didn't even notice that this thing had ended so i'm like oh my god what when where did it end like what did i not say or whatnot but one thing that i know that maybe it cut me off and i didn't mention um for 2021 i wanted to take especially today um to let any small business owner entrepreneur side hustle uber driver you know whatever little business you might have i want you to youtube or google the term eidl grant because it's free money that is going to start rolling out within the next 10 days and a lot of you could possibly qualify and it is programs like that that I think a lot of people stay hush hush about and como pensando like oh if I tell this person like como que te van a quitar tu dinero or whatever like no man we've all had such a rough year you guys I get to tratarnos de ayudar any which way if you know something talk about it if you know something that could help the next person say it so this program EIDL grants is going to be opening its portal again to apply and if you're a small business owner like I said you don't even have to have a business license you guys whatever side hustle you have going if it went downhill 2020 that could really help you out please youtube and google it as soon as you can as soon as you hear this because it is going to start rolling out within the next 10 days and it's first come first serve and the money runs out quick you do not want to miss out at least try does not hurt to try si te aceptan chingón si no at least you tried Please look it up. Please, please, please. All my, you know, boss babes. I know that you're hearing this. All you girls with boutiques on Instagram. Please look it up. 2021. Uh, I want to see more of you with your small businesses. If you're hearing this and you want it and you have wanted to have your own business or if you're one of those girls that goes on instagram and sees all these other girls with their lash uh brands and their their boutiques and all this and that animate start look like i said youtube has so much information out there you guys for free i que echarle ganas i saw like i mentioned so many flowers bloom so many homegirls like come into their own and open up their businesses in 2020 and their businesses blew up mid pandemic you guys these businesses like rose shined and you can be just like that you guys whatever business you wanted to start whatever it may be do it don't wait until 
oh, I'll do it sometime when I have this or that. Because you know that's not promised. We've done seen it this year, you guys. And it's definitely possible. Just put your heart into whatever it is that you do. And watch it blossom. Whatever goal you have for this year, let's keep pushing it. Like me, I'm already dreading tomorrow. Oh my God, it's going to be the first. Voy a tener que empezar, like ya dije. But hey, if that's going to make me a better, you know, person, feel better, look better, whatever it is. Like, le voy a echar un chingo de ganas, pues no me queda de otra. I also, you know, want to do a little quick moment of silence for every life that was lost this year. People that even we know, people that we don't know, people that we saw on TV, you guys. Just in general. If you guys are hearing noise in the background, just because my kids are in here now, so there are watching something but I was like I can't leave them like in the dark like that uh, when this thing cut me off at the hour I was like do I just upload that and that's it like but they're gonna be like Porque no se des ni se despidió? so I was like no let me just you know jump back into do a part two just like a closing kind of thing and and wish you guys you know the best 2021 has to offer lo que 2020 nos quitó que no los de el año que viene. What 2020 took from us, let us get it back and three times over on 2021. I hope we're able to do shows again soon, you guys. I really do. I miss seeing you guys. I miss music. I miss listening to my songs loud. That's one of the things I always say about when I go do shows is I get to hear my songs like super loud when I'm on, on stage, you know? And I like that. I get to see you guys and I get to talk to you guys and just connect more. It's very different than, you know, being on in front of a screen and, and even chatting. So many stories that I heard, you know, this past tour. So many lives that I came across. Girls, you know, that told me their situations. And everything. I want this thing to be over just as much as you guys do. I want things to... Even though I know things won't go back to the word quote-unquote normal but at least something close to it when you could hug people without having to worry if you were gonna get you know uh, the virus people looking at other people kind of like if they had some disgusting thing you know it's not right and then 
everybody showing their true colors when it comes to like politics and all that stuff and family suffering because they don't know what the next day is going to be like are they going to have a roof over their head you know even the people that are still that have been working this whole time like cashiers and nurses and all that stuff like the fact that they haven't gotten no hazard pay when they've been out there this whole time exposing themselves and the government has not recognized that they have kept us going cashiers let's just for example cashiers you guys if there was none working como chingados agarraríamos comida or all that stuff nurses if they weren't working how the heck could we, you know what I mean you know and no hazard pay yet and we're at the end of the year it's insane y luego this freaking $600 stimulus slap in the face to families that are I don't even want to get into politics you guys but you done seen what's going on it's crazy I want to be able to go to Mexico take my kids over there once and for all my kids have not been over there well, in Michoacan they've been to Mexico but I'm talking specifically Michoacan I want to take them over there to, to visit and to see my family down there and I think also when things go back to semi-normal or as close to as they could I think a lot of us are going to start appreciating a lot of stuff like that a lot more when we go out we're literally going to stop and smell the roses but for right now I want you guys to take care of yourselves to wear your masks to make sure you wash your hands as much as you can and try not to go out if you don't have to I know that this whole thing has been crazy and I know that a lot of us have, you know, gone through are mentally drained. There you go. Being cooped up in your house, like, and the smaller, the worse, you know? Trust me, I've been there. But just stay prayed up and we will get through this, all of us. And even though tomorrow's not promised, I mean, let's definitely make every day count. I'm gonna let you guys go already. Así para también descansar un poquito yo, because if anything, that is what I'm trying to do today, is just relax with my family. I had plans. I had original originally I had plans of having my sister-in-law. I was gonna have her come so we could have a few beers and stuff, but uh today I was like, you know what? Let me just relax today. Porque si estaba bien cansada and I didn't want to be like a 
like dragging her like a Debbie Downer or something like that because I was tired and so cuñada if you're hearing this I owe you definitely miss the gatherings I miss the the gatherings meaning the shows and meaning the reunions that we had the seminars getting to talk to you guys like that like the seminars are so I love I love the the venting that I get to do when I do them because it helps me like every seminar that I've done it's like a healing thing slowly but it's a healing thing for me because I get, I get to talk to you guys and I get to tell you guys my bad experiences that I've had in hoping that you don't go through the same thing or that you try to avoid it or that you just know that you're not alone. And with that said, I wish you guys the best tonight and forever. And an amazing 2021. I know that we say like... Oh, you know, with kind of shaky voices or uh, some like not so sure of because that's how I feel every time that I'm going to say something positive about like, well, let's make 2021 amazing. Like inside, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, we just kind of went through like, is it going to be like unsure? You know what I mean? But we have to just try to think positive. I mean, I'm trying to. So you try to. And let's make 2021 the best it could be. Take care. Take, take, take lots of care, you guys. Arale, pues, this is your homegirl, Miss Crazy, checking out. Al rato.